from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Bryce Young has started the ascent. And you're allowed to be excited about that. Will Levis has looked good. C.J. Stroud has looked good. Anthony Richardson, before getting hurt, has looked good. You're allowed to be excited about incremental progress from Bryce Young. It might be the best sign out of any of them. Now, we talked about this stat earlier in the week, but I'm going to dive into it even further. Here's the stat. Per pro football focus, which isn't the end-all, be-all, don't get me wrong, but they do watch the film and they do break it down. Uh, Bryce Young in his first three games as a starting quarterback in the NFL, the number one overall pick for the Panthers, first three games as a starter in the NFL, one big-time throw, according to PFF, six turnover-worthy plays. That's the first three games. What happened in the next three, right? He started six games. In the most recent three games for Bryce Young, six big-time throws, one turnover-worthy play. He flipped the script. From one big-time throw and six turnover-worthy plays to six big-time throws and one turnover-worthy play. Big-time throws and protecting against turnovers, that is his bag, okay? That is what he does. That is what he needs to do to reach his ceiling. When he won the Heisman Trophy in college, 47 touchdowns, many of them on big-time throws to guys like Jamison Williams and John Mechie against just seven interceptions – 47 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's his game. You don't want him tucking and running it a bunch. You don't want him having to to do anything outside of what he's capable of, but he is capable of big-time throws and protecting the gosh darn football. This is what you were hoping for. And I would argue the, the slow, incremental, getting better, figuring it out, learning, seeing what defenses are doing to stop you, beating it, right, figuring out how to counter is more important than being great right out of the gate, right? It's more important than having a tremendous amount of success from game one. Now, don't twist my words. If Bryce Young came out in that first game week one and threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns, I would be every bit as excited as Titans fans were when Will Levis got his first start and threw for four touchdowns. I get it. You should be excited for that. But slowly figuring it out and making adjustments is way more important than being shot out of a cannon when the season starts or when you get your opportunity. We've seen that a bunch of times. That can be figured out. That might be you have one trick. That might be you have one trick. And it just it's going to take defensive coordinators a while to, to get the book out on you, to put the blueprint on how to stop you out there. And then once that happens, it's like, well, you were awesome when you started. Great. If you can adjust and figure it out, that is sustainable. That's when I become super confident in, in a quarterback. The first time they get figured out and then play elite after that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you usually how a player gets figured out. Okay. A player like Mahomes, a player like Burrow, a player like Allen, a player like uh Lamar Jackson, right? They come out and they light the league on fire. 
and then there's one particular adjustment that takes away what they do best, and it takes them a minute to not force it. Let me explain. Uh, when Pat Mahomes was was first introduced to the league, right? It was that second year in the league, first year as a starter. He had Tyreek Hill on his team. So guess what he did a ton of? Chuck that bad boy deep, right? He he was he he was like the uh, the owl in the licking the lollipop commercial, right? One, two, three. You'll hear it during a uh, storm and five. Exactly. Right, it would be like he'd take the ball over on his twenty yard line, his own twenty, and the question would be, how many plays does it take to get to the end zone? And you'd think it was going to be this methodical drive of like, you know, pick up a third and two, first down, all right, seven yards here, completion short here. But what it really would be like, completion to Kelsey, completion to Kelsey, touchdown to Tyreek Hill, three. It takes three plays to score a touchdown. And and then what happened? Okay, that that took the league. He had fifty touchdown passes, MVP, right? World world breaker, world beater. That's what he was. What happened? Well, the next year he showed up. Actually, I think it was two years later, uh, if my my memory serves me correct. And teams just started playing two shell, which means they took two safeties put them deep and said, you're not getting anything over our head. We're going to play coverage. Uh, Not quite prevent defense, but the same philosophy, right? Nothing gets over our heads. And it actually, it it made Mahomes struggle for a little bit. There were people out there that uttered the phrase, the league has figured Patrick Mahomes out. But guess what it was? It was discipline, right? Because he could not take 12-yard completion after 12-yard completion after 12-yard completion without biting the heck out of that lollipop and throwing it deep. And he was throwing more interceptions, and those plays were being drive stallers, and he was taking more sacks because he was waiting for guys to get open deep. And and then, uh, again, I'll, I'll never forget it. This is the weird kind of football nerd stuff that gets burned into my memory. Uh, I was watching the Manning cast on Monday Night Football, and Peyton Manning was talking about what he would say to Patrick Mahomes. And he said, I would look at him in the face and I would say, when they play two shell against you, when they play that prevent, that nothing gets behind us defense, they are insulting you. They are saying you aren't disciplined enough to take the smart short pass every single time. You aren't disciplined enough to beat us with 10 short completions, right? You're going to be undisciplined at some point Try to force a deep ball, and we're going to take advantage of it. And then eventually, guess what Pat Mahomes started doing? Check down, check down, check down, check down, check down. Uh, Travis Kelsey over the middle for seven yards. Check down, check down, screen, check down, touchdown. And that's when I went, yep, he's going to be around forever. He's good. He, there's no figuring him out. Right, If you ever do figure him out, he has the ability to change the way he plays. He has the ability to change the way he thinks. He has the ability not to get lazy, not to be undisciplined. You're good. That's what we're saying. seeing on a much smaller scale with Bryce Young. We're just seeing it before he had the 50-touchdown uh, season. Right, it, Bryce Young came out in the first three games. It was like, woo, the league's got him. Defensive coordinators are further advanced than he is right now and he is slowly changing the way he plays slowly 
changing the way he makes decisions, adjusting to his receivers, adjusting to his play callers. And if he can do that, then guess what? The league's going to figure him out another time. The league is going to get some defense that stops him another time, and he's going to be able to go, no, that's cool. This has happened before. I wasn't playing great when I first got here, and I went back to the drawing board, and I fixed it. You want the incremental improvement almost more than you want shot out of a cannon greatness. Now, like obviously you could have the the same storyline Mahomes had, which would be shot out of a cannon greatness. They figure you out. You still prove you can you can do the adjustments. But the adjustments are always the most important part for an, ex- an extended, sustained career. And the adjustments are there. I mean, just like a teenager, we're starting to see the glow up a little bit. The acne's starting to clear up. <laughs> now we're just waiting for the braces to come off. But through eight games, he currently ranks fourth in the NFC with a 9, 93.3 passer rating in the fourth quarter of games. And Young finished that game against the Texans, completing 22 of 31 passes for a 71 percentage for 235 yards and a touchdown. Like, we're, we're starting to see it. That's why I think this game could be the best time for that's why I feel like this game is a good opportunity for the Panthers to beat the Colts because it comes in a good part of the season where they're starting to ride the high a little bit and finally realizing what it feels like to win. He might be a little bit of an old soul though. Did you see his Halloween costume? Yeah, well, wow. he was he was Nelly, but but Nelly was he actually he was Nelly from like Air Force One's era Nelly, not the the more recent like collaborations with the country singers Nelly. He, he was like 2002 Nelly. So he wasn't Florida Georgia line. He was not Nelly. Florida Georgia line Nelly. He was he was like a, a little bit later than country grammar, but he was Air Force One's uh, Nelly, which is which is a you know he was probably like three years old when. So may, he might be an old soul. Which some of you are out there going, wait a second, if you listen to Nelly, you're an old soul. Yeah, we're we're getting old. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If North Carolina is even half the team that I thought they were a few weeks ago, Campbell is in the wrong place at the wrong time. right? Uh, Mike Minter, the head coach of Campbell, we talked to him on, on the show uh, a couple months ago, really like him, remember him from his time with the, the Carolina Panthers, has one of the best uh, Chris Berman nicknames. You know, the Chris Berman nicknames where he uh, you know says like a sentence in, in between. Yeah, for Mike Minter, it used to be Mike After Dinner Minter, which I always thought, I always thought was funny. I thought that was a good one. Uh, they're likely in the wrong place at the wrong time, right? If UNC, like I said, if they are half the team that I thought they were three weeks ago, four weeks ago, then they are going to show up with two weeks of pent-up anger and frustration and bad vibes and a bad taste in their mouth, and they are going to take it out on Campbell. This should not be a close game. Uh, if it is, then North Carolina's got bigger problems than even I would imagine at the moment. But in actuality, okay, looking bigger picture at UNC for this one, this week is the start of a new season for UNC. The college football playoff, I say it often, is essentially a double elimination tournament all season. You lose two, it becomes very difficult for you, especially if you're not in the SEC uh, to to make the college football playoff with the the four teams with 
12 teams, it's going to be the wild, wild west. But but with four teams, which it is this year still, it's a you lose two games, specifically two games of the, the caliber that they lost, you're eliminated. North Carolina is not going to the CFP, even if they completely turn things around. They need help from others even to make the ACC championship, right? Louisville and Virginia Tech are going to play this weekend. Whoever wins that game is going to have to lose another one just to give North Carolina a chance, and and that's a tough spot to be, right? You need help from others to even make an ACC championship. So your goals are changing. Your season is changed. When you bring back Drake May to campus and you bring in a, a very talented supporting cast around him, around him and and your defense is promised to be better you have high lofty goals and and you know what I'll say it I fell for it right I thought Carolina was was going to have I thought they were going to have a few games that could be trap games I did not think it was going to be Virginia and that completely upset everything but but from this point forward right there's a point in a season during the NFL especially they talk about it where teams start getting mathematically eliminated and they start to say, well, they're just playing for pride. That's not what this is. You're not just playing for pride. You're playing for things like a 10-win season, a double-digit win season. You're playing for things like a, a quality bowl. You're playing for things like if things break your way and someone else leaves the door ajar, you can still make a run at the ACC championship. You're playing for things like that. Those are different things than you were playing for two weeks ago. It is a different season. And by the way, most of those things I just described are not the things you wrote on the top of the whiteboard in your first team meeting of the year. Right? When the team got together at the beginning of training camp and you and you drew out your goals, right? You probably said something along the lines of we're going to go one and zero every day, but also we want to. And you put across the top, they didn't write like double digit wins. They didn't write have a chance to take advantage of someone else faltering and make the ACC championship game. They didn't write uh, make a pretty good bowl. They probably wrote things like undefeated season. They probably wrote things like ACC championship obvious. They probably wrote things like college football playoff, right? They, they wrote things like take advantage of – maybe they didn't write all of this word for word, but take advantage of Drake May's final year on campus and go achieve something crazy. Crazy being a good adjective. As a coach, like think of, think of this. As a coach – as a program, you don't get that many Drake Mays. You don't. Even like there's a there's a distance between Sam Howell and Drake May, and Sam Howell still went on to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Mac Brown knows what this is like. He had Vince Young. Vince Young was that level of of ability, that level of of talent. And they won a national championship with him. But he didn't do it by himself. Go look at that roster. They had some dogs on that Texas roster that also stepped up. That made it look like Vince Young did it by himself in the Rose Bowl. UNC had a chance. So from this point on, their season is different. It's not just, right? I hate that. I hate that word. It's not just. But but it's not just Drake May out there. But part of this season was about taking advantage of Drake May. And now. You're not. Season feels like it's so not wasted it's because n- there's there's still a lot of there's still a lot of games to play, but it's not. Again, I'll go back to to a conversation I had on the Adam Gold show when I joined him earlier today. 
Um, one of the questions he asked me and, and the other guest was, can Carolina still have a great season? My answer was a smooth no. I think they can still salvage a good season, right? I'm not saying their season's a failure. They can still salvage a good season. But a great season for this roster doesn't include losses to UVA and Georgia Tech. Yeah. There are, like, there are games you could lose that I would understand. UVA and Georgia Tech were not two of them. Clemson on the road. Clemson on the road. Perfect example. Home. Duke at home if Duke were all healthy and, and full steam ahead. Like, there are, there are games that I'd look at and go, you know what? I can explain that one. I can't explain those two. That's a the, great – The season has changed. That's a great point. I mean, now looking at this Duke game, depending on how healthy they can get. Like, if, if they play Duke, and this is not a disrespect to the individual, he was put in a very difficult situation. If they face Grayson Loftus, UNC has to win that game. Yeah. When you have the difference between Drake May and Grayson Loftus at the most important position on the field, and I know they're not on at the same time, but I'm just talking about their production and their output and their ability, you better win that game. And that's no disrespect to Duke either when I say that. This is but No. This is no longer the top twenty five matchup, Riley Leonard versus Drake May, if Riley Leonard somehow is able to come back. This is not as Twitter pointed out to me when we talked about the game earlier, their their one of their responses was Wake gave the game away. You could look at it that way. Wake missed a bunch of kicks. The the turnovers were there. There's 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 a lot of tough stuff going on there, right? Agreed. But at the same time, you know, Duke still had to win the game. So I'm I'm giving them credit. Uh I I look at it like this. Campbell, like I said, like hopefully for North Carolina. Uh wrong place, wrong time. Right? It's a pay game. It's at the end of the year. You're gonna get a nice check. You're gonna boost your uh recruiting budget for the upcoming year. Like that's why Campbell is in this game. I played in the FCS. I know what it's like to go get your tail whipped so your coaches can have salaries. Like like they may have caught wrong place, wrong time here. For North Carolina, this is the start of the next season where your goals are different than they were for the first part of the season. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.